very consistent. I'm a very stable genius, really. Brexit means Brexit. Why? I'd rather be dead in a ditch. China. What? China. What? China. We looked at the dining table and saw an opportunity to play with whack. Strong and stable. Britain stood alone last night as... Uh, Kipper, you are fake news. Why? Because it's maybe that you don't know what is going on, but people won't be able to tell the difference. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Why? Just why? It is a lovely, shiny Sunday morning, and we're all knackered and recording. Naked. Uh, that's what I and, <laughs> and Ian's just done a great big fart. So thanks for that, buddy. Well, it wasn't really a fart. You, you smelly twice. It's a, I've had a little feel, and it's, it's a bit moist. <laughs> oh, dude, dude. It's only poo. Come on, guys. Too far. Let's all be Grow mature we oh all do it. Do, one of the last Everyone has bodily functions. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to ask you a question this week. For farting? Yeah, right. So you I, do. Know, I thought there was only one way to do it. Oh, no, like, this, is, this, is like, this is epic. If you do a silent one, but it hits you first and you know it absolutely comes, you've got to keep a pan stay face and just go. He says this is the best thing ever because everyone automatically sniffs. You smell burning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he said, because people never just, they like lean in and give it a good, you go, burning what? <laughs> oh, oh my God, you dirty bastard. That, oh, that's great. That is perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to try that one. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I was like, genius. <laughs> Such a wronging. You're Hold a wronging. <laughs> Although the other day, he did say it to someone in where. I just let one loose, a silent one, and uh, I just went, hey, to the person sitting next to me, hey, hey, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they're genuinely, honestly saying, no, no, it wasn't me. That was well you, wasn't it, like, That was well you. <laughs> and you just like, oh, yes. <laughs> just like, oh, I do you have like that little thing, like a little, uh, little devil, little angel on your, on your shoulders. They both going, yeah. yeah no, do you know if you want, a, on, if you want a devil and angel on your shoulders, both going, yeah. I used to work in a relatively well-known supermarket, and my my silent but deadly is. I'm pretty proud to say, pretty fucking deadly. I used to go round the aisle when a new one was brewing. And I'd see like a young couple who were pushing a trolley <laughs> together, and I'd just walk up, drop one, and walk away. Mid, I wouldn't even break stride. I'd just be like dump and run, and then turn round at the end of the aisle to just see the girl turn round to her fella, smack him, and just go, "You dirty bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> just walk past like a little, leaving a little airstrike. Just boom. It's it's with the, if you can't do the way around, and the fella's looking at the bed. It's like the first time she used to fart in front of me. In the middle of a shopping centre. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and she's not even bringing it up. Oh, she's blaming me. Oh my god! This relationship's going. I've probably killed about fifty relationships. So if any one of these people are listening, that was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was me. That was me. It wasn't your fella, and it wasn't your missus. I walked past you and then went. And then just carried on and just let you blame each other. Yeah, your bowels are the worst. <laughs> you really are. Uh, right, so on that happy note, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're why just why. 
as always. <laughs> and you're, you're, hey, you're already hey, thinking, why? 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 <laughs> this what? is what happens when we record early on a Sunday morning. Uh, uh, unless, in all fairness, you know, you're, like, I think nearly all the fellas who are watching this go, the fart, the poop, the poop jokes. Right, so welcome to Why Just Beautiful. Why, as always. It's me, Craig Taylor. We have the never, ever stopping laughing guy who just drowns out everything. To my left, Ian Reynolds. Hello. <laughs> and just to make you see that, he tries to not laugh and then makes himself laugh by trying not to laugh. Uh, useless. And to my right. <laughs> We have, as always, a Mr. Dave Tinsley. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on? <laughs> oh, this, this God. Dave's they, they, all hip today. Yo, yo, yo. Let's hear it for my homeboys. <laughs> Do you know why he's like that? It's because he's trying to distract himself from the pungent aroma of your fecal matter that's what he's trying to if do if you're joining like, with your fecal matter I, I am maca. part of maca. Maca, yeah. no not my fecal matter <laughs> your I am maca. part it's of bad, it's not matter I'm it's become maca. one but I haven't let it go yet sounds pure eh, maca. <laughs> <laughs> it's unrefined it's not, it's not a gas it's a solid <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Good job there's no scratch and sniff feature in podcasts. Oh, my God. I am struggling. Just loads up on the screen. Just, 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 yeah. People are like, oh, no, the studio smells like that. Oh, God. Oh, there's God. A tube, God. There's a tube that comes off the computer that you put your nose. Oh, yeah. Press back, it's press it. back, press back. Delete, delete. You've got to be really worried about those people. Like, I want to know what the studio smells like. I just, That's a really uh, weird like, just, request. I'm listening to these guys. I know there's three guys. They probably... <laughs> Probably sound pretty sweaty at this point. I oh, wonder what sweat. the studio smells <laughs> like. We look pretty sweaty as well. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's why we've got a face for radio. Hey. Hey. Oh, right, so radio. this week we are having a slight change of plan. I know last week we said we were going to hit some randoms, but as, again, we do try and keep topical, we've had a few requests and we're going to be covering the current snap election in the UK. It's not like we were, you know, recently searching other stuff and then had no, to it's and not had like to suddenly we, we had other stuff change. in the pipeline had to change <laughs> or anything we're not bitter about it at all no, because I have no resentment no no especially Ian who done probably a week's worth of research on the next topic that we're going to do but we're not going to mention that now <laughs> you can just keep it in the pipeline for later I'm getting dirty looks right now <laughs> uh, but anyway uh, we have had a bit of a change of plan and we're going to be covering the election we're going to talk about the party we're going to cover them we're going to cover their manifestos and we're going to give you a bit of a rundown on what they're doing we're going to try and stay relatively apolitical if that's that possible but we will end up giving you our opinions at the end especially (laughs) (laughs) but we will we will attempt to stay non-biased until we're actually saying to you what our opinions are or we're giving you some info on background and stuff like that but we'll we'll do our best we'll do our best I'm not promising anything though really really not in in terms of this there is a lot of bias (laughs) there's a lot of bias maybe maybe. just a a smidge of bias bias. bias. (laughs) so uh, the plan is we're going to go through the two main parties this week we're going to talk about Labour and the Conservatives mainly because they do have the greatest numbers at the moment but don't worry we aren't going to discount all the other parties out there we are going to be talking about them we're just going to leave them until next week because we have they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember this thing about no bias? It's like Dave's just basically going, by the way, if you're spoiling them, you're just throwing your vote away, so fuck you. <laughs> Throw you under a bus, off we go. <laughs> I support Wofford. Oh, good for you. Yeah, well done. Do you want a cookie? Because it's the only fucking prize you're going to get. <laughs> Right, it's so, funny because it's true. It's we're funny because it's it. true. Uh, but next week we're going to be covering the rest of them. So we're going to be covering stuff like the Lib Dems, Black Cymru, SNP, the Brexit Party, Greens, and all of the other little random ones. And we will probably, probably get a mention, but they probably won't get too much of our time, realistically. No. No, no. no. Like the Independent Party for Change, which I can't see that going for much longer yeah, realistically yeah. they, they kind of hemorrhaged all their members about 10 seconds after yeah, they were made I think before yeah. like yeah it's going to be a big movement and everyone's going to leave I'm like yeah oh, oh no, everyone's no. left yeah, us yeah. oh <laughs> I didn't mean leave like yeah. that <laughs> supposed to leave the other parties guys <laughs> got the wrong idea yeah uh, yeah, so we're going to cover um, the Labour and the, the, the Lib Dem, I was going to say, the Labour and the Conservatives this week. We'll run through the manifestos, we'll talk to you a bit about their history, and we will give you our opinions on how realistic their claims are going to be. That's the idea, like, you That's know. the idea. That's okay, the idea. so let's roll. What are we going to start with then? Which one? <laughs> Which one? Uh, well, I think conservative. Think, think conservative yeah. would probably be the way to go. We'll, so we'll start on the conservatives. In the blue corner. Ding ding. <laughs> we have coming in weighing at five hundred and fifty-two pounds. Boris is here. <laughs> and in the red shorts, we have a man who's older than time itself. Right. <laughs> The white-haired Willie Washington. <laughs> I think we should all eat quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I can be like. Okay, oh, okay. Sorry. Fin- finish your laugh. Finish your- oh, go on, go on. Get it out. Get it out so we can, you know, people can actually understand the does, words. Does Ian laugh more than he talks? I, I genuinely think he does. Uh, to be fair, I mean, I've known Ian for quite some time now, so I can decipher his laugh talk <laughs> language. There's actually words. <laughs> there is actually words it, it in chuckle there. chuckle is a word. It's, it's a language all the time. It is. Yeah, is it like if you hide the volume so much after this recording? <laughs> You get like subtle, subtle, like, yeah. subliminal messages in his laughs. That's exactly what it is. You've got to play it backwards in a repeat loop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Change the frequency a little bit. And run it through a spectral yeah. analyzer, and then when you run it through a spectral analyzer, it basically shows you a portrait of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> right. So let's let's breathe in. Breathe, 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 breathe deep in and deep out. And I now like deep let's in. let's <laughs> let's get some words. Right. Let's hear the words. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about again? It's, it's going really well, really well on a Sunday morning. Slippers. <laughs> I'm I'm going to keep saying this is going to be my excuse for this podcast. Is it's Sunday morning? I, uh, no excuses. Come on. No excuses. Right. right. So we are actually going to stop being dickheads now and talk about the Conservative manifesto. What do you mean? Aren't I was trying. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Boom. We're back on track. Right, so we're going to start by covering the Conservative Party's manifesto. We're going to go through the promises and pledges they've made within and how realistically we think they are going to achieve them or if they're even going to bother or if it's all lies or if it's not or all of it, really. Just going to bother. Over to you, eh? I like that one. Um, 
Right. So yeah, if they're going to put that wasn't very non-biased, was it? I've broken <laughs> my own promise. Right, but... Straight off the bat, boys. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be asked. If you're just going to be asked. <laughs> first, yeah, just like literally first sentence out of the gates and shit. <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> you struggle to be impartial, aren't yeah. you? And that was our analysis. <laughs> Join us next time. When yeah. we'll rip into all the other parties. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with the Conservative Party. I'm going to go through the manifesto. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what a manifesto is, it's just a little document that breaks down what that party hopes to achieve while they're in power. Now, the manifestos are easy to find. You can literally just go on the website, you have a little link onto it, you click on, and it's nice and simple to find. Uh, the simple link to the manifesto. The manifesto it, is not a simple fucking read. It really isn't. It's like terms and conditions or warranties or something like that yeah it's yeah. it's really not I mean you're looking about a 100 page document which is not a user friendly read if you're not used to reading these types of documents it's going to be a struggle and to try and fit who your local electives are and find all their manifestos and read them all the average person just not have the time no never day never happen. to do that Oh, is it like individuals as well? In the individuals do have, yeah, for the for their own constituencies, they have their own manifestos. Oh, really? Constituencies yeah. oh, as well. God. You have a party manifesto, which they all kind of stick to, but then each one for each area will have their own aims and objectives that they're going to do for your area. Wow. So you basically have to read both. You have to say, you have to weigh yeah. up what do I want for the country, what is my local one going to do for me? And there's just so much information out there that the average public has to try and take in to make these votes. So you should really be forced to make it user-friendly, but they're not. No, they're not. And then um, it is it is literally like, it's when you scroll through one of those terms and conditions and you just click agree at the bottom. You haven't read that. I've yeah. never read that. Yeah. <laughs> so when, you, when you've, I mean, I've, I've probably agreed to sell my bloody liver to six different companies, so let the bastards fight over it. <laughs> it's one of those. Bring it on, bro. Bring it on. <laughs> Which one of you wants it? You're not getting a PC. It's going to be useless then. Fight, bitches. But it's like that with the election. Monty Python. Oh, the live organ <laughs> transplant. Yeah. <laughs> told us you could have your liver <laughs> but you walk into that election booth without reading these manifestos and it's essentially it's like that it's like you put your ex in this box you're agreeing to the terms and conditions of whatever cockhead you've just voted for and you're doing it blind yeah like most people like myself as well included you're only going based on what you're seeing on the telly really <laughs> this I, is the I, thing. I don't really go out my way to read these manifestos and things like that just this is the thing as well and I know there's, there's a lot of places out there there's a lot of news out there which says it's unbiased and there's a lot that really do strive to be unbiased but even stuff like the BBC the BBC is biased I mean we're biased we're sitting here yeah. and, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm but, very but at least much we're honest that we're I'm biased very much <laughs> not yeah. a conservative voter but I will give you an honest rundown of pledges and what they've done and I'm going to try and not put a spin on it but, but I won't internally, be able to help myself this is it. <laughs> it's impossible it's, it's it? really hard because internally I'm going yeah right whenever they say something but I'm going to I'm going to still tell you about it. I mean, as he does tell us, I mean, you do pick up the faint aroma of a uh, feces. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Conservatives say they're going to do this, and I, I think they might. <laughs> What's that smell? Is <laughs> oh, it's that farmyard smell. It's bad. God, where did that come from? Oh, it's been your season. <laughs> So essentially, they are a bugger to read. And I mean, I've, I've seen it myself. If you go on one media website, another newspaper, another one, you'll actually see the quotes vary and change about what one party said and what they haven't said. Oh, so it's, it's that you, political spin. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get that trust in what the media is telling you, which ones you trust, which you not trust. Oh, you mean based on 
okay, yeah. bias to each party and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. And how they interpret, how the media wants to interpret it, to put a spin on, to say, oh, they said they're going to do this, and they'll just phrase it in a way which maybe might they might be able to ask other questions or mislead people. Yeah. So I find personally it was probably better off just to go to the website themselves, see what they were saying themselves, see what they're actually claiming that they've written themselves. Yeah. Even if you don't have time to go through the whole manifesto, there are breakdowns of little rough parts that they do claim. Yeah, at least right. you'll get... It, you're better off at least getting the, the outline from yeah. the source even uh, if you can't get the, the full thing because they are hefty reads I think the conservative ones themselves is 59 pages of fairly intensive waffle Labour's 103 Labour's <laughs> one that's, yeah that was that was going to be my next point Labour's 103 of very intensive waffle come at me bro <laughs> you've only given me 59 pages I can turn this up to 11 in all fairness not like the first I think there's like 3 or 4 just blank pages on the label <laughs> they've just done it to it I think they just looked at everyone's numbers and went you can want up be an eh? <laughs> what have you got to write I don't know just, just extra blank pages no one's going to read it anyway <laughs> we've got exactly 100 that's going to seem a bit weird put three blank pages in yeah. three pages of notes notes 103 seems legit 100 and make it look as though we just copied it from somewhere else <laughs> It's weird. Copy based. <laughs> you never get exactly 100 pages. Just, just put some random number in. Hang on. What's it? It's just an IKEA mail. What the? Who's <laughs> 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 It's like how to build yeah, Great in, Britain in the middle of it. Like. <laughs> how to build a Brexit? Yeah. It's called like exhorting. Like, <laughs> exhorting. <laughs> right. So. Speaking off king. <laughs> So as for the information on the website, we are going to start off talking about the Conservative Party, like we said. And as for the Conservative Manifesto, one of the first one it mentions is extra funding for the NHS with 50,000 more nurses and 50 million more GP surgery appointments a year. This is the Conservative one you're talking about? Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't believe that already. Yeah. Well, no, no, I believe it, because what they'll do is they'll cut your 10-minute appointment down Appointment time, damn. There's yeah, something like, like a two-minute two appointment, appointment time. time. And they'll go, come on, bro. Although, to be fair... To be fair, part of that, that claim's already been refuted. I was watching an interview with the health secretary on BBC News and the 50,000 nurses that were supposed to come in, roughly 18,000 of them are already nurses. And in their pledge, they say, we are going to bring in 50,000 more nurses to the NHS yeah. now the the reporter pushed them on this and said so you're saying you're going to bring in 50,000 more nurses how is that more when there is already 18,000 of them in the NHS and he goes well we're going to keep them in the NHS so so the, that, that 50,000 number is true it's like well no you're keeping them they're already there that's not more yeah. <laughs> that is what you have now... Yeah. That's a total... It's a different word. That's a different word. That means a different thing. I think the word more is not the word that you think it is because that's not the same thing. And then they, they would just she was just pushing him on it going, that's not more. And he's going, no, no, well, well, you're not listening to the answer. Here's the answer. Let me speak. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then he's just going, we're bringing 50,000 more nurses into the NHS and 18,000 of them are already in there. We're going to retain them. It's like you've literally just contradicted yourself. Yeah. yeah. Literally just that's, contradicted yourself. Straight off, it's just lying straight off the bat. Even on the spot... 
even yeah. on the spot. I don't I don't understand how people can do that. Like stubbornly just refuse. Like, no, it doesn't matter what everyone else says, what the facts dictate. I'm sticking to the story no matter what. That's just the life of a politician though, normally, yeah. isn't it? I mean it's, it never used to be as bad as this though. No, I think no. nowadays it's gotten to the point where even when you are presented with the facts, even when you've got evidence in front of you, they still still deny it. I think it's the more <laughs> The more ridiculous the lie is anyway, the more press it gets. So then it's it's a popularity contest now yeah, more than anything. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's all it is. You're not wrong. You double down, don't you, as well? You go, oh my God, he's coming bluff. Hold, hold the <laughs> yeah. line. Hold it the is, line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put this lie. We will maintain it. Deserters will be shot. Deserters will be made to go into the back benches. <laughs> it's you can, true though, isn't it? Yeah. You can see the like pizza with sweat as well. And they go, yeah, but you, you, you just contradict yourself. They go, uh, no, 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 listen. Just, uh, just, I mean, just well, listen. Well, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, I'm finished. Can't have finish. <laughs> so, actually, straight off the bat, you don't have much confidence. They've already lied about one thing. The fact that, what, 50 million more appointments. I mean, if you calculate how many more GPs they need. Yeah. And it wasn't yeah. that long ago that... They were talk the conservatives were talking about phasing out GPs and having specialised nurses do the position instead. Yeah. So take nurses up to a certain band, make yeah. them specialised in diagnostics. Because essentially that's what a GP's job is. They diagnose people from a basic so they can direct them. But they you, also... you actually describe what a GP is on, on this podcast. Yeah. Doesn't everyone know? No, no, but no, because no, 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 here's the thing, is the crucial thing was the everyone thinks you just diagnose, but they don't it money management right. right what they're actually doing is they'll have a budget for, for how much money they can spend oh okay. right? never used to by the way this is this is something else the conservatives have brought in it used to be a case of it was a central budget it didn't matter if a gp thought you needed treatment they'd just get your treatment but now each each gp, GP has a budget has a budget right, oh, right. so okay. that's your budget for the financial year you cannot go past that and obviously you'd be under scrutiny if you did. So what they're actually doing is they're saying, well, do you dramatically need, like, am I going to be facing liability if I don't put you through to them? Like, can I fob you off this way? You get a lot, a lot of people getting fobbed off with certain drugs as well. And yeah, there's also yeah. the cost of the medication. Yeah, the on. medication itself costs. Even when you're getting something on prescription, you pay for your prescriptions, you're paying a, most of the time, you're paying a fraction of the cost of the drug yeah. itself. It's silly as well, because that just reminded me, I've seen some Facebook post a while ago, and it was, they say the NHS spends, I can't remember the exact figure, but it spends so much on paracetamol, yet you can just get it there cheap from, like, a cheap supermarket. Why are the NHS spending this much on it, rather than the prices we can get it ourselves? If paracetamol, for example, mm. like you can get paracetamol nowadays for about 7p or something like that, really cheap in some supermarkets. Why aren't the NHS looking at it like that? Because they're paying well more for it. Yeah, but the profit more for something like the paracetamol, they prescribe yeah. it to you, and you have to go buy that prescription. They don't does go oh, buy that prescription. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's nine quid. So the NHS take a claim of that, which would be more than what they're paying. Right, something pay, yeah. like prescribing people paracetamol is brilliant because the way the NHS can claim some money back and actually use to keep themselves going because the government's just not giving them what they need. Yeah. The, fact then, the, is, okay, yeah. the flip side as well is that if they do prescribe it in hospitals, generally they will pay more for it than, say, the supermarkets yeah. because of the, the deals that they've got with the drug companies. Yeah. And, and in that case, if they give it to you in a place where you're not paying for it, then, yeah, they are paying through the nose, but then, as Ian said, they'll recoup some of those losses through prescriptions. Yeah, so that's where they're getting some kind of profit somewhere. 
Yeah, but if, I mean, if your pharmacist is a is a decent pharmacist, I've had a few times where I've gone in with a prescription and they've gone, it's just cheaper if you just buy that, you yeah. know, mate. And I've gone, oh right, okay, fair enough, and yeah. just and just got it over the counter, which helps the pharmacist to be fair because they're getting more of the money and helps you because you're not you're not buying it well, unnecessarily yeah. for nine quid when yeah. it could cost you two. But then you're not putting that money in the NHS. Then you're not putting that money in the yeah, NHS. Never thought about that. Look at that. It's good though. So it's it's just a mad little cycle. Mm-hmm. An office. I wish we was more open about this information. With a lot of business management, like, like everything, they don't think long term. So you might have situations where a doctor, say, it's actually common with like stuff like depression. That you might be, we'll give you a cheap medication. Why? But the amount I'm giving, yeah, it might cost us four pound, yeah. and we're going to charge you. I think it was eight pound odd now. Is it for the uh, nine pounds a script now? Isn't it? Is it nine, about nine pound a script, something like that? Or per item rather is than it, per script? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it's okay. gone to it's gone per item cost now. But I talk, it makes more sense anyway. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. you can actually recoup some of it. And so they'll do that because they're actually making a bit more money back or even breaking even so instead of losing it. But of what you need and what is better for you is one that is actually dearer. Well, then you're going to be using it more of their time coming back and forth suffering yourself rather than getting diagnosed properly and having the time to do that but then we're in a society where they've even got you literally down to your 10 minutes if you go in and say now say I've got this and this problem you should have booked double appointments you should have booked double appointments I've I've had that time. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I've had that so before. Where I've been... gone in for a, one thing, and I knew there was another thing as well. So I just, I literally just said to him, "Oh, um, while I'm here as well, I've, I've got this." And he went, "No, what, what do you mean? While you're here, this, this is your appointment." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, this is my appointment, and I'm still in the room with you, so this is wrong yeah. as well." And I actually got told off by the doctor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, gen- yeah. I, I felt like I felt like I was in school, and I'm, like, I'm not, I'm not being <laughs> funny, mate. Naughty boy, you should have yeah. booked a double appointment. <laughs> I'm not being funny, mate. You are here to diagnose me. I'm here to tell you my problems you're supposed to be giving me help and he was a relatively new doctor not that he was a bad doctor I mean he seemed to know what he was doing he was it was his bedside manner and the, the attitude that he had that was my problem with him right. because he, he genuinely told me off and I was like who do you think you are yeah. I've got a problem and I've come <laughs> to you why does it matter whether I've taken 5 minutes 10 minutes or 20 minutes this this whole appointment here is that you're supposed to be sorting me out I get you've got your numbers but this is ridiculous what's the point in saying oh someone's got to be sorted in 10 minutes when really you could be putting someone in danger if you're oh, just yeah. seeing them for 10 minutes. That's it, it's just rushed, isn't it? Rushed it's diagnosis. so rushed, so rushed. It's, that, it's Being just fair to him, he did sort me out after grumbling and moaning and telling me off. I think it's because he saw that I was quite pissed off at the time. So he still sorted me out and gave me a prescription. But that's, that's the, the way that it is nowadays. If you've got more than one ailment, you're supposed to book another appointment for each thing that you've got wrong. Wow, really? Yeah. I, I can't. You can't be too angry. I mean, you get the fact. Oh, I get it. The pressure on them is up. Yeah, um, must, must be... Tough doing that job now, then. Yeah, mm. I mean, and, and think about it. If you're getting like you, I mean, it's understandable you were frustrated and you alleviated those frustrations, but you're getting that off everyone. And maybe you know, knowing yourself, you probably put that over in a more polite way that you were frustrated, didn't oh, start I, screaming. I've out. been in customer service jobs. I wasn't going to immediately start screaming out, yeah. but I made them know that I was frustrated. A lot of people out there are very mildly, very just quick to react and will swear, shout, scream, whatever. They have to take this stuff every day. Mm. Mm. and the budgets are being cut the windows being cut and then the Conservative make a statement like this 50 million more GP appointments a year at every GP 
in the country must have seen that and went, how? How is yeah. that possible? Because yeah. GPs get paid. I can't remember now. It's like, it, 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 I know it's a high value. It's it's not as high as a lot of people think. I think when you start as a GP, the average I saw was was in the forties to fifties. Yeah, yeah, something like, like that. That's the average. It's still quite a lot of money. It's to pay a lot for of GP. money. But when you think about doctors, you think they're, they're all driving around in bloody Lamborghinis, but they're really not. No. It's I mean, it's a good lip. It's a really good wage. But you're living in your job with that one, though. Aren't you? You're living in your job. Yeah, oh, you take your yeah, job home with you. Well. Yeah, so you're not really kind of enjoying your high wage, really, because you're just living and work anyway. Yeah, when you're a doctor, though, you you go in knowing that you're that, that's oh, your yeah. life, well, you're yeah. a doctor. What is it, five, six years to become a doctor? Something like that? Five to train. Five to, you know, you study, then you go work as a, was it a residence uh, for two or three years, I think it is. So I think like about eight until or something, so actually being yeah. full-fledged. Once you're, you're no longer a junior doctor and you're actually fully qualified, you've got to you've got to do on-the-job training as well as the actual degree. Jesus. Quite a, it is quite a I've got a lot of respect for the process that people go through to become a doctor. And then what if you don't become a doctor? You go so far as well and you just don't make it. You just don't make it, yeah. Lol. (laughs) 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 Moving on. Sucks to be you, Apple. And then you have to go to the doctor with depression. <laughs> and it's your classmates. And, and you're like, like oh, what's the matter? Couldn't diagnose yourself, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and then they kick you out because you spent too long in there and you've got to make another appointment. It's when they, when they make statements like this. I you think the whole NHS must just sit there in fear of thinking, how the hell are you going to back that up? Because there's no way you're going to pull that many GPs out your ass and the money, even though you're allowed 10 minutes appointment, you probably only do really... Uh, I think it varies. You probably do like five minutes for one and then 20 minutes for another, and then. But then the other thing is as well, they've got the write up time afterwards. Yeah, you don't count that in. That that's not all factored in because you just get you'll just get pressed for everything. And I have never gone to a doctor's and gone in at the time that my appointment is. Never. I don't think that has ever happened. Because you have to sort stuff out before you have to get your file up, pre-read your file, make sure something so they're prepared and ready for you for when you come in. So they're probably getting through what 30, 40 patients a day. If if they're lucky. Yeah, Yeah, if they're lucky. And they're saying 50 million. How many? I I don't think I'm gonna count. I'd love to get. I'm not smart enough to work that out on the top of my head. One eternity later. Four thousand eight hundred and seven doctors extra. So that's if they were if they work five days a week, fifty two weeks a year. Right, so we just can't. Oh so, my god, so actually, so here's, the cal- much- here's the calculation. Right, so here's, right. We just calculated there. Here's the calculation I've just run through is to get 50 million more appointments. So we're being generous and we're saying each doctor does about 40 appointments a day. They work five days a week and we're not giving them any holidays. We're going to yeah. be slave drivers. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to work 52 weeks a year. They're never not even getting yeah. Christmas off. Screw, no, yeah, screw that. Screw that. So they're getting the weekends and they're going to be happy with it. That's all again. <laughs> so if we work with those numbers, you would need 4,807 and two thirds of a doctor. Right. Now, can we times that? By the cost, so forty thousand. No, you know, forty. Yeah, forty grand. Uh, yeah, yeah. About, 40 I think, grand I think it was about forty-two grand a year was the average. Well, we'll I'll, 40, I'll just do forty. Yeah, we'd be kind, and we'll say forty on the lower end. That works out to be one hundred ninety-two million three hundred seven thousand and six hundred and ninety-two pounds and thirty-one pence per year. Just on GPs to. Uh, <laughs> to <laughs> 
my God, that is nuts. <laughs> that is absolutely nuts. If just on the first line of what they say they're going to do, forget the fact that they've already just straight out lied about the fifty thousand nurses. Oh, we haven't even calculated the nurses fees. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing that as yeah, well. We'll we be, yeah. 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 be listening for sixteen hours. Uh, extra funding? What? Like an extra like four quid? And you think they're going to get fifty million more GP surgery appointments at, at a cost of? 192 million. What the? My ass. That's the only thing you can say to that. Well, is this is this is per bullshit. year though. So this is going to be over five years. So over the entire term of the Conservatives, if they stick to that number, it's going to be close to a billion. It's 961 on GPs. 961 million five hundred thirty-eight thousand four hundred sixty-one pounds and fifty-four p. The the only way that they the will actually be able to do this is to do something silly like drop your appointments down to about a minute or two. Like what you want, thingy. But that's if they keep. Yeah. If, if this is if they're not intending on putting any more GPs into it. This is the thing. Yeah. If they're intending on keeping the amount of GPs we've got now, they're just gonna have to reduce the appointment time. And if they're not, if they're in, intending on increasing the GPs, not only are we gonna have to for an extra five thousand GPs, we're not only gonna have to have the extra five thousand GPs, we're gonna have to have the extra GP surgeries to put them in. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, yeah. the the NHS's building capacity is is really tight at the minute. Even the the buildings that they've got, they're, they're struggling to they're maintain. struggling to maintain. Then you've got building costs. Then you've got maintenance. Maintenance. Then you've, you've got, got staff. Because staff, yeah. yeah. we're only talking about the GPs for an extra know, fifty yeah. million appointments. You're gonna need someone who's going to actually record those fifty million appointments and those fifty million <laughs> records and those fifty million extra ten minutes a day. You're gonna have to have extra cleaners to go around to clean all the stuff. You're gonna have extra equipment for when the doctors use it. There's loads. Of loads and loads of costs involved and we just touched on the wages of the doctors yeah. if they got extra doctors to do them only, only a small fraction of the whole budget there really haven't we yeah that, that's, that is a pittance and in that, terms yeah, of the and NHS almost a billion almost a billion is a drop in the ocean for how much we spend on the NHS God. I, I'm just going to point out as well the fact that okay say if you brought all these GPs in you can't train GP overnight we've already covered that it can take about 8 years around that to actually get them fully fledged and trained. Yep. So what would you do? Well, we'll even... You don't want... <laughs> apparently, we'll even... Bre- Let's get Brexit done. <laughs> <laughs> so what we, we want people to come from different countries. Yeah. Only you, by 5,000, though. We're only letting doctors in. So yeah, only, that's, yeah, that's that's fine. 5,000 doctors. But we'll need... You know, we need another 38,000... Sorry, no, sorry, 32,000, because apparently they have 18. The, yeah, they've uh, already got 18. So, so that's... So, so 32,000 yeah. nurses. We need another 32,000 nurses, plus your 5,000 doctors, maybe some maintenance staff that we need to train up overnight. So oh, we're, we're, we're not... Builders. We're leaving... No, we're leaving... <laughs> we're leaving Europe, so we can use all of our unemployed to, oh, yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah. So they're, they're no, fine. No, we have to train them up. Oh, God, right? yeah. We so yeah, we need yeah, no time for that. Yeah. So we'll have to, you know, get... So next thing, you've increased the population by 100,000. All those 100,000 will need, you know, medical attention at some point. So we'll have to get another we'll put, 50 doctors. Yeah, so we'll put more stress on the NHS. Yeah. So then we'll need to get more people. <laughs> so you can see, get, get an idea of what we're trying to say. <laughs> Conservative logic. <laughs> so it's a lie. <laughs> and that was that's line one line right. one line I know, one. yeah really good start wow 20 minutes worth of talking line one wow still oh, that's fascinating man. I didn't know that it's when you when you really start to delve into all of the manifestos I'm, I'm slight spoiler warning here for everyone who's listening actually major spoiler warning all these manifestos they're all lies yeah 
And it's not just the Conservatives ones either. All of them are lies. It's all propaganda to get your vote. Well, you um, heard it here first, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really have got to start looking at maybe what they've done for you in the past. Does it know some of the people in your uh, who've been? They've been really good. Yeah, represent your interests. That's who you've really got to back. So that's that's your, that's a really good logic of doing it. Just find out who's done what in the past, rather yeah. than reading these long manifestos. That's one. It's one of the better ways of doing it. Is see what see what they voted for, the kinds of things that they've represented in your area, and for the wider country. If they voted in the way that you would in certain things like like Brexit, like NHS reform, all of this is still going to go through Parliament, regardless of what party's in power. So you can see their voting records. One of the main sites that I use is called They Work for You, and it shows you the voting records of anyone you look up. Yeah, you can you literally can just go click click on the page and find that representative, and just go through. It'll tell you what bill was being put through or what vote was motion was being put through and it can say if they voted for or against it and you can be like well I would have voted for that oh he voted for it I would have voted against that oh he voted against it and you, you can generally just go through if you use a line then yeah. I think this has been mentioned hasn't it uh, we did uh, we very very briefly mentioned yeah. it in a previous podcast yeah. but it is it is worth mentioning especially with election season going oh, yeah. up yeah true uh, but it, it's worth looking up so line one let's, let's move one. on to pledge yeah. number two yeah oh god 20,000 more more police more, is like, there's that word again 20,000 more police and tougher sensing sentencing <laughs> sentencing for criminals now, okay, so we've already spent mm, how much? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna very, very briefly. So with this last tenner we've got left, <laughs> I know what we can do. Well, this is the one that I'm, I'm very gonna very briefly touch on this. That extra twenty thousand, so twenty thousand more police. Okay, there's that word again, and they love to use this word again. Twenty thousand more police. Yeah. Those twenty thousand police, right? They won't even make up the shortfall from the cuts that they made when they came into power. So we are still not back to the same policing levels that oh, we wow. were when yeah. the Conservatives got into power. And we can blame Mrs. Theresa May for that. So thanks, thanks Theresa. Thanks, Theresa. Theresa. Come on down, love. Thanks for that. And Boris now is trying to reverse your massive fuck-up where you said that, oh, police numbers don't have an effect on crime. Really? Oh, my God, really? that's such... Those, those numbers are not going to even increase the police to up to where it was. When did the cut start again? When the police cuts? During the time that Theresa May was Home Secretary, so during when David Cameron was in power. Bit um, by bit, another bit, another bit, and it was just... Yeah. just, just kept, on, kept on cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting budgets. And that was the same time where they were changing the immigration laws as well. And but we had the... Funnily enough, did you notice how like, areas in London and a kind of around the London area, you'd notice that our budget would drop so much and theirs would go up like half percent or something. Just, yeah, just change oh, really? it. Just, just like did, did take, take it down from the north and put it up in yeah, the I mean, south yeah. or something? Uh, I mean, it Chester did, dropped, I think it was a Chester dropped at like 15%. Let's be fair. And then theirs went up like a bump, or strangely, yeah. like one of the... It was one of the more areas affluent areas. In, in Hertfordshire, I think it was. Strangely, it was a 1% bump. Right. Like so, like oh, let's just take money from there, and then we'll just put a little bit. Although I will point out that in the the London area itself, in in actual London, they did lose a lot of police as well. The, the whole yeah. the whole well, country did lose a lot of police numbers. Because politicians and, don't live in London. 
No, no, no. They, 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 they live. They live. They live outside. They live in like yeah. Sorry and things. Yeah, like they live on a helicarrier, like that flies above London, above all the riffraff and all the knife crime. That's where they live. They live. Yeah, they live in these nice little, you know, surrounding areas and yeah. commute into London. So as long as they have a nice train ride in, a lovely train <laughs> as ride long in, as, a nice carriage ride. As long as, ride as, long as there's the, no crosshairs on the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they have their own flat in case they need to stay away, right? Which they might claim for. Oh God, yeah. Uh, the whole, the whole, the bottle. Second home allowance. Yeah. <laughs> Although the guy who wanted to build a moat is a bit of a legend, though, isn't he? Oh, the, du- the duck house and the moat, that's, I mean, a, that's a whole other if thing. If you want to just waste taxpayers' money, do it on something <laughs> impressive. Like a five grand waste duck house. It. Do you know what I mean? That's what a, if that's the a French fabulous, invade, yeah. right? Oh, God, Those yeah. ducks need protection. <laughs> I forgot about the French. <laughs> oh, yes, forget about the French. <laughs> we cannot swim. <laughs> Bonjour, our French contingent. We love you, really. <laughs> Hello. They won't be able to get over that moat in their baguettes. So we just lost that. We're going to move on. We're going to move on from policing because realistically, there's not a lot to speak of. of it's more money than they say they're going to spend. Yeah. But the time to train them, or even if they're you, not yeah. even reversing the cuts that they made, and again, the mm. time to train them, they're they're expecting to get these these police on the streets in in nanoseconds they're just expecting to magic 20,000 people who are going to be wanting to be police officers out of thin air what are they going to do there's going to be a little letter to everyone's door that they sat being like we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry we're sorry with that classic picture of like the yeah. fella with the, yeah. putting the yeah. finger we oh, need we you, need you. <laughs> no we desperately we need, need you you know you were a police officer like five years ago and we just decided you know you don't need to be one anymore we kind of want you back <laughs> We give you pepper spray this time <laughs> and a taser. And a taser. No guns though. We're still not that 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 desperate, but we might get there soon. They need more police in London. Know, with, all the, with all the life crime going. They need on, they need police everywhere. Well, it's just yeah. this this is what happens when you call police. Police numbers do have an influence. I remember when you had the Matrix around here. The Matrix. People feared the Matrix. Film. The Matrix unit. The Matrix unit. The, the gun crime oh Matrix unit. Oh my God! They, people feared that like, they messed around. Like we you see a Matrix fan go past you. You used to crap one, right? Even if you, oh, I'll say even if, like, sorry, I was never up to no good, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay, right? Should clarify that. Clarify that. <laughs> I was a good boy. Okay. He says, like, but what's, like, what's that tag on your leg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, that's the stuff that crackhead parents would tell the kids, they would scare the kids. Now you behave now. But the Matrix unit's coming Matrix through. Matrix going to come through. What did it look like? I've probably seen it. Was it was just big, big yellow riot vans with Matrix. It was, it was to tackle gun crime. The Matrix unit was formed and there was there was loads of areas where there was graffiti on the wall saying kill all the Matrix and all that kind of stuff. You mean there just was, the normal yellow vans? That you see? Oh, they're still, they're still going around. They're still going around but there was a... I didn't know that's a dude Delta. It got, is it Delta now? Is it, or is it, because it's like three different things. It was Matrix yeah. uh, and uh, like they must have been told like you have full right to do whatever you want. Oh, then the stop and search was, was like really prominent and stopped and searched a few times yeah, by pissed, those kind of bands pissed off like. a few people because they, they were doing nothing wrong and there's arguments of whether stop and search works and this is another one of the conservatives pledges as well as they're going to increase stop and search powers now if you're talking about crime on a, a national scale thing that has been proven to work in studies is community policing if you go to your, your non-affluent areas if you go to your areas where there's, there's loads of kids who have come from poor families who have no prospects who are basically being ignored by society they're the 
ones who are going to fall into crime because they have no other option or they see themselves to have no other option. Now, I mean, I came from a crap area and I've tried my best to, to fight my way out of it, but it could have been so easy mm. to fall into crime because in those kind of areas, it's everywhere. Couldn't yeah. picture you as a gangster. <laughs> I couldn't picture me as a gangster. I couldn't me as a gangster. You tried your best, but no, you went once with me. No, I'd, I'd be one of those just... Crackheads on the street who tried and failed and just <laughs> end up addicted to something. You're miserable because you couldn't make it in a gang. Make it in a gang. <laughs> Try to be <laughs> If only. <laughs> so all I've got in my head is Bugsy Malone. <laughs> we could have been anything that we wanted to be. As you're the kid watching all those yeah. films and a tin up to a gang one time, be like, <laughs> just pull out Come knives. On, guys. <laughs> Fucking you, lad! <laughs> With a pie like that, you know? <laughs> this is a musical, let's go! In a suit! Full on 50s gangster suit. <laughs> See? <laughs> let's make a gang, see? Join me, let's hey, go! Hey, come on now, you bunch of mugs! Let's go out and do us all robbery, see? Ah, oh, I see you stabbing, see? But let's go, will you? That isn't the way we do things around here, see? Now I got a knife on my ribs! <laughs> But this, this is it. It's so easy for all these kids to fall into it. And community policing, basically putting money into these areas, really does reduce that kind of violent crime, the, the robberies, the, the kind of bottom-of-the-barrel crime where people usually do it because they're desperate. Yeah. Not because they want to. Whereas stop and search alienates communities, you find that they kind of close ranks. Even if you're not doing anything, if you're stopped and searched by the police, you feel victimised and you're like, well, what did I do? Why have I been stopped and searched? Actually, I don't know. I don't I, know I, because I, I you say that, but I, as I said before, I have been stopped a few times, to be honest. Mm-hmm. don't know why, but then the best thing to do is just not take it personally. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, that, know, that is the best the thing to do, but then you're coming from a logical perspective, yeah, not an yeah. emotional one. And if you've lived in a crappy area all your life and you feel as though society itself has forgotten you, and then on a weekly basis you're then getting stopped by the police and you're late for work because they stopped you to search you and you're being bitched out by your boss, all you're going to think of is that that police officer is the one who fucked your day. And that kind of thing will build up. Mm, I don't know. It's not, it's not going to with everyone it isn't going to with everyone what I'm going to say is is majority of the public I mean I said this before as well everyone is emotional thinkers and we can try and be logical some people fortunately can be a bit more logical a lot more often than others and it is really predominant that people just are controlled by their emotions Mm. even without taking a minute to think now the third statement they made was an Australian style points based system to control immigration that one yeah, like that is that is a logical one, like because that's what anyone should do. In the days, it's all about your society. You don't really care. Where, I'm not, I don't really care where anyone's from, mm-hmm. culture, language, thing, whatever. Well, you know, language you need to be able to. You can't be able to get. This is more part of it, isn't it? Because you need to be able to communicate. Mm-hmm. So saying, what can you bring to our society? Do you have a job lined up? Confirming all these things to me, that is just logical sense. Because all you're trying to do is improve your society. Mm-hmm. How well can we function together and prosper? Uh, as as a community, yeah. As immigration currently stands, there already is basically a point system in place. It's just where Europe is concerned, we have free movement, and that's the thing that people don't like is that we've got free movement with Europe. We can go there, they can come here, we can work, we can live, we can do everything there. If you're from outside of Europe, you do have to hit markers. It's just we haven't got the term point system. You set, you still have to earn enough money to hit a threshold. You still have to have enough prospects to hit this threshold. You have to 
be working. You have to hit certain criteria, just like you do in the point system. It's just they don't assign you points for it. Mm. So it's it's kind of already there. I think it'll probably be a little bit simpler to understand if there was a point system in place. But I don't think it's going to be that different than what we've got now, if I'm honest. So one thing that does kind of stick in my head, because I don't know how thorough, I'll be honest, I don't really know how thorough these systems are. One thing I do know that has happened, and it's not, I haven't just heard them from one person, I do know many nurses through relatives and also friends. One thing that does get mentioned to me is lots of simple mistakes get made when it comes to medication, medication doses and stuff like these. You would think... That would be a very important thing to drive language, home to check yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that understanding of language is miscommunication. It's not something you think to ask, though, is it? In in the, it's not something that immigration I think would sort. Mm. It's like it's like you said. It's not something that you think to ask. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. In a job interview or something, you wouldn't go, okay, now do you know these measurements? But maybe not in the job interview. But, but to turn around and be harder on the companies employing people. Yeah. to say you, you have to meet certain standards when you're asking these yeah, people questions surely they should be competent they should they should at least have a trial period yeah because yeah, surely did, did this person not think to ask what does this mean I've never seen this before because it's not this kind of measurement from wherever they're from I, I think everyone's done this type of thing it's just more serious when it comes to sort of like medical issue where someone will say something you go and then you walk up and you go, I don't know what you are on about. And you go have a little and crack you, anyway. you kind of think um, to yourself, it's, I've left that too long to ask the question now. I'm going to look like a real idiot. The worst part is if they're doing that job, like they've done that job at home all the time, you don't really... It's, it yeah, it comes to second age to me. It's not, to us now, I've explained to you, you've got one of that. But when I got told it, I thought that is horrific. Yeah. But it's like anyone in any job, it just becomes just a, a thing. Well, it's, like, it's like you just said, I guess... It gets to the point where you, you've left the song, you're afraid to ask the question. It's like, who cares? Just ask. Yeah, you're not sure. What's wrong with people? That's why I look stupid all the time because I ask a million <laughs> questions. Because, which is good, though, again, which... you're you're not coming. You're coming from this from logic. Yeah. Well, but yeah, people don't come at things from logic. They come with things from, oh god, I'll be really embarrassed if I've got to ask them. Oh god, I look like an idiot. Oh, they'll think I'm stupid. And it's like, but it doesn't matter if you think you're stupid because realistically, kill you're not going to kill someone and you're going to do your job properly. It's it's a hard one. People lean on this points-based immigration system, and I wouldn't be against it realistically because it's a criteria-based thing. You're going to come in if we need you to come in or if you're going to contribute to society and you're going to get residence and that's fine there is something already in there that does that it's just the European side of things is very easy for us to, to have free movements whereas outside of that it's not hmm. and the deal that we've got with Europe at the moment and what will likely be put in place in future I very much doubt we will have a point system for Europe. I think we're going to have exemptions everywhere for, oh, yeah. for Europeans. Yeah. So it's going to be consensual. Uh, um, I would be shocked. Sorry. I would be shocked if a points-based immigration system actually did anything for us. It just everyone seems to like the Australian one because the Australians don't like anyone coming in. Well, it's see with the Australian, it's even can you understand someone? Now, I'll be honest, yeah. I used to live down south. Now, I was applying for jobs. Down south's not the same as Australia. Yeah, no, no. But, but, yeah. <laughs> it's south it's, of England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> There's a difference of about a couple of thousand miles, yeah, yeah, but it's the yeah. same thing. I was applying for jobs. And after talking to me, said, well, you know, you seem like a suitable candidate, but we feel that maybe if it was a telephone job or a job where I had to interact heavily with customers, one thing would come up. We feel that your accent would get in the way. Eat and be a scouser. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
would be a struggle. So it won't be funny, but I generally could jump on the races, but all this crap, right? But I'm kind of like, okay, I kind of, I kind of get that. Yeah. yeah. And one thing in the Australian one is you have to be clear. The Australians say you have a sit-down meeting, and if they have to keep asking what all the time, that's it, it's a fail. If they can't understand you, how the hell can you work in somewhere where you're going to interact with people? You're going to slow. He's not, you're not good for business. You're going to slow everything down. Yeah, you're going to be miscommunications, especially so, like something really serious, like a medical field. Yeah. Oh my god, someone mm. mishears something you're saying or misconstrues something. Yeah, like I just someone. mentioned before, it, that can be really dangerous. Well, we don't know how many times that's happened where it's become fatal as well. We just don't know. Because, yeah, could oh, yeah. Clinical, yeah. clinical mistakes De- happen all the time. Must have happened. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. I mean, not not to say as well that doesn't happen within the English public as well yeah. or the British public. Sorry, oh, yeah. miscommunications, misunderstandings, or just people being too shy to ask someone but, but this is it is that I, I get I get the need to to have immigration reform the, the public outcry for it is there I think just by using the vague statements which again oh, yeah. this, this is it it's a vague thing of an Australian style point system that means nothing yeah, it, means it depends on what they put in it it really does because we've already got checks and balances there if they don't actually change what's in this thing and they just go okay above a certain amount of money you've got three points above yeah. a certain amount of English attainment you've got three points if you've got family living here you get five points if you're a millionaire you can basically just buy a passport <laughs> which you'd think I'm joking about that does happen yeah. every single country has high value immigrant passports where you can literally just jump the queue and go alright I'm going to bring me my family and my 80 million in the bank to your country to live are you going to give me a passport and they'll go fucking right we are <laughs> yes <laughs> fucking right we are do you want two we'll give you two <laughs> then and that just happens and that's always going to happen depends on what they put in there I think is going to be yeah. a big big factor like you said they only have to say like one little change and they get away with it yeah they get away with it the fourth statement on the on the website is millions more invested every week in science schools, apprenticeships and infrastructure while controlling debt. Now, I do love the fact that they went millions, so they have to plural. So they Is there a specific do, figure there, though? No, no. It, so they could literally do, they could just cut that off as two, two million, million and then spread that two million over five <laughs> years. <laughs> over oh, yeah. five years. Over science schools, apprenticeships and infrastructure Which and controlling mean debt. 25 pence per thing. <laughs> per yeah. year. Like, per year. Th- E. <laughs> <laughs> That's the opinion of why just why. E. <laughs> you dirty bastards. E. It is scummy as fuck that though, isn't it? Else to say to <laughs> no, not much realistically that's a bit that is a bit of a non-statement what is millions more and the other thing is as well when you talk you about the entire more? country more. oh more it's always more, more. so how can you be certain with like um, NHS figures but they can't with this well because they've got no intention on putting anything into exactly. the sciences yeah. years ago when the the coalition government got in when it was the conservatives and the lib dems science budgets all over the country got slashed research went through and went out the window yeah. um teacher salaries were getting slashed the 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 bursaries for people training were were gone uh, they've, they've had so many so many cuts over the years we've been living in austerity for years and i don't believe a word of it Especially yeah. when they're not willing to give hard figures. If they don't give you an actual number, you just say millions. 
whatever. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but some idiot out there is like, oh, millions. Millions, yes. yeah. Got my vote. But then millions is a drop in the ocean. You could spend three million on one research project. Yeah. That is nothing. That is a non-statement. Millions. Mm. What's millions? Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't, yeah. I, that's just a weird... On the countrywide scale as well, billions is what you should be saying. Billions with yeah. a B. That's a substantial amount. That's something that's going to do it. A billion invested into the NHS wouldn't touch the sides. No, well, we've just established that before so, anyway. But for science, science and education, especially education at the minute, billions, that would make a substantial difference. Hmm. But they're not even pledging that. They're just saying millions. So what could it be? And all they keep talking about now, we've so far we're just gathering the fact that it's more money, we're going to put more money to this, more money to this. No mm. mention of how they're going to raise that money. No way. Uh, no, no. That's a good I, point, I, I haven't yeah. heard, I haven't heard nothing yet, how yeah. they're going to raise this money. The fifth one that they propose is reaching net zero by 2050 with investments in clean energy solutions and green infrastructure to that, reduce carbon emissions that and pollution. really winds me up. When you that say really reaching net zero, is that the debt? Uh, no, that's, no, that's, that's we're, carbon, we're emissions, carbon emissions. So this is, um, this is green energy and green policies when you're okay. talking about net zero. So any party that talks about net zero, they're now talking about climate change. And is, that they, that, is that what that word means? Climate, something to do with climate change, net zero? No, right? well, net zero means in, in, in total... Total so zero, for every, but you could you you could use it for finances, but in generally it's kind of become the buzzword mm, for right. talking about green, greenhouse emissions. So for every okay. gram of greenhouse emissions that we pump into the air, mm. we will have something in place that will pull that back out of the air. So planting more trees, so mm. trees take carbon out of the air. Algae in seas take carbon out of the air. So we're going to reduce our carbon emissions to a point where the country is not producing more than it's pulling back out. Of is the, the air. Is that possible? Yeah, there is one country, it's uh, Bhutan. They are actually what's known as a carbon sink. Every bit of carbon that they actually produce, their entire country as a whole and the, the greenery, the, the vegetation, everything around it, actually pulls more carbon out of the air than they produce in. So they are actually the one and only country that is actively preventing global warming at the minute. That's quite cool. I Big thought. up Bhutan. Where, yeah, where is Bhutan. Do you have an idea where Bhutan is? It's just under China, it's in Asia, but it's it is basically the only properly carbon sink country in the world. So they take more carbon out than they produce. There's a few of them though who are kind of carbon neutral and carbon sink as well, but Bhutan's basically the, the main one. Yeah, so we're the saying as well, you want to be carbon neutral by 2050. All of the experts have basically said, we're up shit creek if loads of people aren't essentially carbon neutral by 2030. We're accelerating at such a rate now that there's going to be catastrophic changes and it's about a 50-50 chance that we can't do shit about it if we don't at least do something by 2030. Yeah. There's a load of scientists out there who are saying that and yet you've still got countries like, sorry to say it guys if you're listening, but America... <laughs> Who's unfortunately again? I'm sorry to say it. Your leader, because he uh, is Captain Fart. Captain Fart himself. <laughs> he is your leader. Still saying the science is out and the science is is conflicting and people are disagreeing. <laughs> no, the fucking not. They haven't been disagreeing for fifty years. All of them know what it's the like, fuck's going on. Well, I can't even remember the scientist's name. Like 1980 odd, and he was literally going to every frigging country. We're all gonna die unless you do yeah. something. And he, uh, I, I, I can't remember. He was English or American, uh, but he was going to every single country, meeting with everyone, saying, "Listen, we need to pack it in." And they were just looking at him, going, <laughs> so, so "I you, like money." <laughs> do you think these do you not like money? Gases go in the sky, and then the world's going to cook. 
<laughs> you crazy person. <laughs> like so bad. Well, it's it? like it's like way back when when diseases were first starting to be discovered and people were talking about germs oh. and they were saying to the populace. So there's these little tiny things and they get inside you and they get <laughs> these little tiny things. <laughs> and they believed in something called miasma and they went, <laughs> Do you think that it's not the bad smells that are making us sick? Everyone knows it's the bad smells that are making us sick. Smell, it's not these little, little creatures that... Well, I made put up some with these oregano. Creatures. I put some oregano in this bird's beak that I put on my mask. I'm safe from the plague. I don't know what you mean by these little tiny things that get inside and kill us. It's, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's like mm. people in power, they either are too ignorant to listen or know full well and are thinking... Well, I'm old now. It's always I'm going to be dead first. Yeah, Screw. I'll be dead before this, before it affects me. I'm going to get loads of money before I die. <laughs> it is, it, yeah, it's all these people that always stop progressing, isn't it? Yeah. For the yeah. For money. Yeah. Isn't it's it? it's 99.9% of the time, it's about possessions and it's about money. Yeah. That's why the public aren't educated, so, like, really. Universal free education, yeah. I think, is, is, well, is just as important as universal free healthcare. I suppose that's one point of this podcast, isn't it? To try and get some truth out there as much as we can anyway. The truth is out there. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> On climate change, that that's a massive issue and they need to do something. They need to do something. They need to make some concrete pledges. And that isn't a concrete pledge because they've said, yeah. we'll try. We'll, mm. Or we will aim. What's the exact word? So, so it, reaching net zero by 2050 with investments in clean energy solutions and green infrastructure to reduce carbon emissions and pollution so they said they will reach it by 2050 they said with investments that's wrong because you're the government what you should say is a change in government legislation which costs no money just means that you're doing your job you get off your arses you go learn a little bit of the science and you say okay if you're this is practical pollute. this is not practical hmm. What can we do? What can we not do? We're putting in government legislation in, and we can say, obviously be reasonable with it and say, okay, well, this change needs to happen within two years. This change needs to happen in, in five years. This change needs to happen. And they can change these laws. So we become why, carbon offset. Why isn't that happening? They want money. It'll stifle, it'll stifle business. It'll cause businesses to have to invest more money to change. And the Conservatives are very much the free market economy. Yeah party so they don't want to govern they want free money free market economy is you take a bit of the pie for every bit of money that a company makes mm. and if you can let them make money without any oversight whatsoever they'll make all the money so yeah, you'll yeah. get more money but you're basically getting it for doing nothing it's it's like stand back and watch politics that's how those kind yeah. of economics work. The problem is, is that in certain circumstances, corporations, as we've mentioned before, don't give a shit. So they'll do very, very unethical things to make money. And that's where you need to step in. And they don't like stepping in because it means they get less money. Now, the one last point I'm going to make on it is that Boris himself, I saw a press conference with him and he was talking about investing in green energy. And he's saying, oh, think about with the solar panels. The solar pa They said solar panels wouldn't work in the UK. We didn't have enough sun. We showed them. They said that onshore wind power <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, no, this bit's the best bit. Oh, this bit. Sun. <laughs> this bit's the best bit because it really, really really wound me up was that he went remember when the papers were saying that inland wind farms couldn't pull the skin off a rice pudding well we showed them and I was like I remember that 
<laughs> and I looked it up. To see a ball and and no, yeah. no, wait, the, wait. The, the Here's the thing. Here's the thing that's going to get you. So one, the wind farms wouldn't pull the skin off rice pudding. I was like, I remember that. Where did I see that? So I looked it up. And guess what particular paper said that wind farms wouldn't be able to pull the skin off uh, of rice pudding? Was it Boris's? It was Boris's column. Boris oh. was the one who said that. Because he's a fucking dick. Boris, you... Boris the animal. Boris the animal. <laughs> oh, he's such a fucking dickhead, isn't he? Oh, what an arsehat. Oh, every time the man speaks, I'm just like... Oh, he's such a dick. So he's he's such a punt. He's, he's ripping in. such a punt. <laughs> yes. He is, he is a punt. Yeah. Replace the letter at your will with the letter that we know you want to. The fact that he's quoting himself as saying, oh, isn't that ridiculous? You're the one who said it. Yeah. You absolute, absolute <laughs> festering pile of dick cheese. And finally, the last statement to summarise the manifesto that they put up was actually something we mentioned before when I said, oh, do you not really mention how they're going to get the money for this? Well... <laughs> The last statement is, we will not raise the rate of income tax, VAT, or national insurance. Oh, yeah, I read that. What? <laughs> yeah. So you're going to somehow pump out money for all these things with no... Me- so you, what you're saying, you're not going to increase tax. How are you going to generate the revenue? Yeah. They're banking... How are you going to generate that revenue? They're banking on Brexit, bringing in this money. They, that's they've they've pledged that way? as well. Um, I, I will point out as well. This is a summary of the manifesto. The manifesto is huge. We're not going yeah. through every single point. That's it. This is basically this is on, we're on their website. Out a this few is, bits. They've chose. This is this is the beautiful part. Is they have chose. I am. I'm not being selective. You go on their website. These are the quotes they have chose. I have literally read them out word for word. Right, mm-hmm. I haven't paraphrased. I've quoted. What what we are doing is merely discussing yeah. and breaking their down their words. Now there right. is more to it, but we've picked these because they are ridiculous. Hell yeah, genius! But <laughs> they're banking in terms of the money on us somehow managing to pull more money out of our arse by leaving the EU. I know you got some coffers up your ass, lad. I've, I've got a few coppers up my ass, but that's not going to fund the NHS for five years. But it's... I made you jangle when you walk. I do. <laughs> I am as tight as a gnat's <laughs> Ain't no coppers escaping me. <laughs> yeah, they're banking on all this money coming from us somehow magicking it up from leaving the European Union. That's another one of their pledges that we are going to leave in January, regardless of what's going on. So, again, he seems to think he's going to be able to write into law his Brexit deal in about two weeks because we're going to have this election. They're going to break for Christmas and then they're going to be back and they're going to have like three weeks. So even when they vote on it, it isn't going to happen. If, if he gets in and he doesn't ask for another extension... Well, even without a deal. Nothing is in place. Nothing was in place before the referendum. Nothing was in place after the referendum. Nothing's in place now. The scary thing is he still wants to just bail out with these these ridiculous pledges. Uh, it's disgusting. It's it's absolutely yeah. horrific to hear someone even talk about this. Yeah. So that r- sums up, really, the Conservative manifesto. Um, now we're going to have a little look at the Labour. 
Unfortunately, folks, we've managed to do it again. We have overran massively and we're going to have to cut it there. We don't want to overload you with too much information. So we're going to bring the rest of this to you in the next episode. We will get it out to you as soon as possible. So thank you again for joining us. We have been Ian Reynolds, Dave Tinsley and Craig Taylor. If you want to talk to us, if you want to chat, if you want to leave us any kind of feedback, the links are in the description below. If you're listening on a platform that allows it, if you would give us a like or subscribe, that would be great. It only helps us. And if you know anyone who would like a listen, then please pass it on. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then it only helps us bring more content to you. Thanks again, and we will see you next time on Why Just Why. Why?